Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. I'm Jason Kong here with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Hey, it's good to be here. It's great to have you as well. You know, it's... Uh, that's cooling down a little bit, and, you know, football's in full force. This is a wonderful time of year. Wonderful time of year. You know, even the leaves are starting to change a little bit. That's true, yeah. yeah. That means the state fair's around the corner. Ah, yeah. <laughs> some some bad food and some rides. I can't wait. I can't. And wait probably pretty expensive with inflation, right? Yo, yeah, I can't uh, can't imagine what that's going to be like. But, hey, well, it's once a year, you know. We'll that's right. you got to splurge a little. Go out a little bit for our, uh, you know deep-fried confections. Owl's fries. The owl's fries, man. That's that, the best thing there. That's your pick? Yeah, that's, that's my your pick, pick, yeah. All right. Well, I might, might have to try that this year. Uh, well, Dr. Man, let's get into our topic for today, and we're going to be talking about sleep breathing disorders in children and signs and symptoms to look out for, as well as cures to take care of sleep breathing disorders. And, you know, Dr. Man, we've talked about sleep apnea in adults and how Dentists can help diagnose the silent disease of sleep apnea. But, um, you know, I think the listeners may be surprised that you've told us this, that three out of 10 children have a sleep breathing disorder. You know, it's very surprising for a lot of people uh, when you start talking to the parents and even the grandparents um, that sleep breathing disorder is very prominent in uh, young kids. And we don't think about that because, like we said, we've talked about sleep apnea um, many times on the show. But dentists, um, we see kids, and we like to start seeing kids at a young age, and we can diagnose these sleep breathing disorders fairly easy in children. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the signs and symptoms that they show up into our office uh, with. But uh, it is a very uh, common thing that goes undiagnosed. Um, unfortunately, uh, some of the pediatricians haven't been trained to diagnose it. I think we're starting uh, to to see an increase in the number and the amount of time that is spent um, on this subject um, and, and trying to educate uh, not only dentists and, and pedia, pediodontists, which are, are dentists that see children, but also pediatricians, because we're seeing a lot of symptoms in our society that is related to these sleep breathing disorders. And um, that's one of the things that um, we, we've started about uh, eight years ago seeing in our practice that, hey, you know, we're seeing large tonsils. We're seeing kids coming in with dark circles under their eyes. Let's go and see what's going on here from a breathing standpoint. And that's when Healthy Start came about. Um, we, we did our training through Healthy Start. And I'd already had um, been trained in sleep for, for um, adults, but, you know, I never really, you know, even looked in kids' mouth and say, hey, this, this kid might have sleep apnea. Um, there are a lot of kids that have sleep apnea. And um, so my goal was to, hey, I got to educate myself to be able to tell the parents your child possibly has some form of sleep breathing disorder. Well, that's interesting because, you know, and you saying that uh, with my two kids, I can't remember a time with the pediatrician being asked questions related to sleep breathing disorders. Um, you know, when the kids were really small, they'd ask if they were sleeping through the night, but that's, that's a completely different question. And, you know, I think a lot of the parents and grandparents that are listening right now um, might be interested in knowing what some of the signs and symptoms are of sleep breathing disorders in children and toddlers might be. Can you go over some of those? Well, the list is long. 
um, for the for the signs and symptoms. Uh, one of the things I tell grandparents and parents is you need to walk into your toddler. Let's go back, not just children, but toddlers. Um, you need to walk into your toddlers, uh, you know, as early as a year to 12, 14 months. Need to see how they're breathing at night. Okay, are they breathing through their mouth? Um, are they snoring? Um, are they, you know, stop breathing? Um, those are all signs and symptoms that there is a sleep breathing disorder going on. Um, but that's that's the quickest way that someone can can you know uh, see that hey there may be a problem here is when it comes from the parents. Um, some of the signs that, that uh, people don't realize um, is, of course, there's physical signs such as dark circles under the eyes. Okay, a child being tired, a child being hyperactive. One of the things that we see in our society today is there are a lot of kids being diagnosed with ADHD. Well, this may be created by sleep breathing disorders. This may be the, um, that the p- child is not getting quality sleep. And that's what happens with sleep breathing disorders. They don't get quality sleep. So what does a kid do? They act out. You've seen your toddlers before when you, they didn't get to bed on time. The next day, they're, they're a nightmare. All parents have probably dealt with that, including myself. Well, if that's happening night after night after night after night, what do we give the diagnosis as? Oh, that child is ADHD. Well, it might be that they have that sleep breathing disorder that's keeping them from getting quality sleep, okay? Now, what has our society done? We've put kids on Adderall. We've put them on all these uppers, okay? If they were ADHD, attention deficit hyperactive disorder, wouldn't you think they'd put them on a downer? Yeah, I would, of course. Right? Yeah. No, they put them on amphetamines, uppers. And the reason for that is because they're sleepy, and they have to get their mind back up working to the point where they can concentrate. Now, I always have said, you know, you may be opening up a gateway if a child stays on uppers the rest rest of his life up until 18 or 19, and you suddenly say, hey, you might, you're pretty good now. You might want to come off those of opening up a gateway to illegal drugs. And we're seeing that in our society right now. So it's not really anything to, um, to take uh, lightly if your child is at an early age having these problems. Uh, bedwetting is another one. Um, we also see uh, if, if a child is not able to concentrate in school and they're having, uh, you know, early on in the early grades, if they're having a hard time with school, that's another sign. Another sign would be stunted growth. So um, there's there's quite a few signs. We basically um, uh, have have the parent go through and check these. Allergies is another, another one. Um, so it's basically uh, a lot of different signs and symptoms, but uh, I'd encourage all of the listeners that might be concerned to go to thehealthystart.com. They have a um, on their website something that you can uh, fill out, and it'll tell you whether your child has a sleep breathing disorder. That's very helpful, and it's something that we all need to be aware of because, as you said, you know, these sleep breathing disorders can affect performance in school, and then, you know, if that progresses throughout a child's school career, you know, that that adds up in terms of what they're missing out on and what they're not able to focus on. So, uh, thehealthystart.com if you want to find more information there. And don't forget, if you want to book an appointment to see Dr. Mann, head on over to smilemann.com. Man has two ends at the end, smileman.com. From there, you can very easily book an appointment. You can find information about all the services that Dr. Man and his team 
that they provide. And you can find information about Dr. Mann's three office locations. There's one in Cary, one in Garner, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Learn more at smileman.com or call the office 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. A quick break and back with more. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. If you want to learn more about Dr. Mann, head on over to SmileMan.com. Mann has two ends at the end, SmileMan.com. Today we're talking all about sleep breathing disorders in children and signs and symptoms and also cures for sleep breathing disorders. We've talked about the healthy start. And Dr. Mann, uh, before I get to my next question, you mentioned something before the end of the first segment about signs and symptoms to look out for. And and you mentioned bedwetting. Uh, How does bedwetting link to a sleep breathing disorder? Um, Well, basically, um, studies are showing that if a child is a mouth breather, um, they tend not to get into REM. They tend to go from light sleep directly into deep sleep. And uh, when we get into that deep sleep, uh, we basically, uh, as a young child, we can't control the bladder. And so if someone's having a hard time uh, teaching their kids uh, to potty train, um, you know, not wet the bed, then uh, if, if it goes, you know, if you're having a hard time and, and, and the child is getting older, then that could be a sign. Um, I would tell encouraged parents that, that have a child that's bedwetting to, to watch them, see if they're breathing through their mouth at night, because that's one of the telltale signs. Um, we can actually you know, help those people usually by treating more than likely they have a sleep breathing disorder. And if you treat that sleep breathing disorder, the bedwetting goes away. Well, uh, I think all parents know, and grandparents too, that bedwetting can be a, a frustrating situation to deal with. Also, frustrating for the child as well. So, if yeah, especially as they get older, you know, yeah. it's a social issue. Um, you know, and they become embarrassed, and and it can it can really, like you said, if you treat it early, then you can. Uh, it's not just you know the bedwetting; you got the social issues involved with it um, that the child will experience. Yeah, so. not something that. You should ignore. And Dr. Mann, what can a parent do if their child is experiencing some of these symptoms that you've mentioned? What is the treatment and what are the consequences if we don't do any sort of treatment at all? Well, of course, they can always call our office and come in for a free consultation. And we would be happy to um, to help them out. If You know, a lot of people from a time standpoint, work, whatever, you can go to thehealthystart.com and you can fill out that questionnaire. Um and it has all the signs and symptoms, and basically you check them off and give them a number one through five. And if you score a certain um, a score, then your child has a sleep breathing disorder, and then you would want to make an appointment. Um, we um, uh, use something called the Healthy Start Program, like we said, and how we treat uh, sleep breathing disorders is with a mouthpiece, okay? And it's a mouthpiece that does a lot of things, um, and one of the biggest things that we see is children grow, their skeleton grows, but as their skeleton grows, so does their airway, okay? If their skeleton doesn't grow properly, then their airway doesn't develop properly as they get older. And we see this quite a bit in young kids um, 
where their uh, skeleton doesn't grow properly. Um, I, my airway is not as wide as it should be. I've had mine examined, and of course, I have pre-apnea, and I have to treat that with mouthpieces myself. But if we can get that child at an early age into these appliances, it will develop their um, skeleton so that they have a proper airway. It also treats those children that have those sleep breathing disorders. And how it works is it slightly moves the jaw, lower jaw forward, and opens their airway up so that it's not um, uh, um, narrow so that they can get enough oxygen. The other thing it does is is it keeps their lips um, closed around it so that they can't breathe through their mouth. It's so important that our children are breathing through their nose because they have to develop the upper airway. You know, breathing through the mouth only develops the lower airway. The other thing about breathing through the mouth is your tonsils become enlarged when you breathe through your mouth. And the reason for that are two. One, when you breathe through your nose, your nose has mucus and it has these little hairs that um, basically if there's any allergens and dust in the air, it it takes them out um, and keeps it from getting to your tonsils. When you breathe through your mouth, it goes directly to your tonsils, causing them to become inflamed. If you breathe through your nose, you also produce nitric oxide, which is an anti-inflammatory, and it helps keep your tonsils small. If you breathe through your mouth, you do not produce nitric oxide. So if we can catch this early, early in the toddler stage when someone's breathing through the mouth, it's so much easier to treat. But using these appliances also helps keep um, the tongue in the proper position. The tongue will thrust forward and kids like to rest it on their front teeth. Well, that's not the proper place for it. We want it in the roof of their mouth. And the reason we want it in the roof of their mouth because it expands the palate. And when it expands the palate, it opens the airway up. But it also helps so that they have enough room for their teeth to come in. So when children are in the Healthy Start program, we see that their teeth are coming in straight. And so many times we don't, Uh, We don't have to do early orthodontic treatment that we see with those uh, children that have uh, breathing disorders. Uh, That's a big uh, savings in the pocketbook there if you can avoid that. That's right. Those early orthodontics because that can get very, very pricey indeed. Well, uh, I want to remind everyone that you can find more information about Healthy Start at thehealthystart.com. You can also find information about Dr. Man at smileman.com. That's also where you can go if you'd like to book an appointment or learn more about Dr. Man's three office locations one in Cary, one in Fuquay, Verena, and one in Garner. Learn more at smileman.com. And don't forget, man has two ends at the end smileman.com. If you want to call the office, the phone number is 919 462 9338. 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Traffic. I am Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. He's head of Charles Ashley Mann family and cosmetic dentistry you can learn more about them by going to smileman.com man with two ends at the end smileman.com today we're talking all about sleep breathing disorders in children the signs and symptoms to look out for as well as cures and treatments 
for sleep breathing disorders in children. We've talked about the Healthy Start program. Dr. Manning, you've recommended that those who are interested in learning more and filling out a questionnaire, they can go to thehealthystart.com. And in talking about the Healthy Start program, um, you know, in doing these shows with you, Dr. Mann, I know that there's, there's two phases to the Healthy Start program. So can you discuss these phases and what a parent can expect if their toddler is a candidate for the Healthy Start program? Well, the first phase um, is those mouthpieces we talked about, and we call those habit correctors. We're correcting bad habits that are possibly going to create breathing issues and or create um, problems with uh, what we want the skeleton to develop to. Develop to. So um, they will stop things like mouth breathing, tongue thrusting. They will uh, slightly move the lower jaw forward so it opens the airway up. And it'll uh, put the tongue in the proper position up into the palate. So there's a lot of things going on that w- with this mouthpiece. Um, most um, of our uh, toddlers and, and young children before the age of six, they will wear these, okay, and for a minimum of three to six months. Most of them will stay in them um, until they reach the age of six. Usually around six or seven, children start getting their permanent teeth. Um, the second phase of um, Healthy Start is a guide appliance. And what this appliance does is, A, it helps continue to develop the skeleton, but it also guides the teeth so that they guide into the straight position. Um, so what this does is it reduces the chances of having braces. Most kids, if they are compliant, which that's a real issue with mouthpieces, unlike braces, you got to put it in every night. Um Braces are fixed, but these um, guide appliances will help guide the teeth into place, and that will help hopefully prevent braces in the future. If you do have to have braces, it's usually a minimal amount of time, you know, maybe six months to eight months versus two to three years. So that's what we're seeing with with the the eight years that we've been doing Healthy Start. So um, Healthy Start has been around. If you go to their website, it's been around for at least 45 years. Um, It's not something new. They started in Europe. Um, uh, for uh, before they came to the United States, even though the person who who found it was an orthodontist in the United States, it, a lot of the orthodontists didn't embrace it. In Europe, they did. So it's been around. It's been tried and true. Anybody that's interested in it, they can get in touch with our office. But you know, I, I put my kids in it, and um, it's a great great thing to um, to do for your kids, especially if they have breathing problems. And I and I encourage all parents, if you go there and you have any of those symptoms. Treat it early. The earlier you treat it, the quicker the habit goes away. The later in life you treat it, the more you have to to work to get rid of the habit. Yeah, and we see that with so many other facets of life as yeah. well. You know, making sure that we're correcting our habits earlier really does go a long way in that regard. And Dr. Mann, you know, we always discuss the pocketbook and insurance coverage for dental treatments and procedures. Is Healthy Start covered under dental insurance? Yes, um, it is. It's considered an orthodontic treatment. So if, if your insurance has an orthodontic coverage, then we um, file it to your orthodontic coverage. And, and remember, your orthodontic cover, coverage is separate from getting treatment or getting your teeth clean and getting your teeth worked on. Orthodontic coverage, if you have it, uh, is separate. And I encourage those um, parents who may have children, look at your dental insurance and see if it has orthodontic coverage. Because if uh, about 9 in 10 children, or 9.5 out of 10 children, are going to need some orthodontic treatment in their life. 
Um, make sure you have that orthodontic coverage because it does help significantly when you have to have it. If you don't have a plan, seek out one that does because, um, like I said, 9.5 out of 10 children need some form of orthodontic treatment. Yeah, that's something that we all need to be aware of when it comes to our different insurance policies and making sure that we have the best coverage possible. Well, Dr. Mann, I do want to remind everyone that they can go to smileman.com if they want to find more information about you and your team. And, uh, you know, you provide services beyond Healthy Start, but, uh, you know, that's that's a big one, one that we thought was very important to discuss today. Smileman dot com man with two ends at the end uh dr man can you give us uh, some some cool success stories that you've seen with healthy healthy start well we have uh several bedwetters um that were in their uh teens and you can you imagine oh my gosh um, yeah. yeah i mean you can't go to someone's house um, yeah so we treated them with the habit corrector and remember there's um these habit correctors are by age and they're preformed because we know what the skeleton is going to be like um, so there's adult ones, too. And so we put uh, them in the habit correctors, and within six months to a year, no longer wetting the bed. No medications, you know, to help help prevent it. And and the medications usually don't work for, for bed wetting. That's a very good thing. Um, we also have um, several people who have had problems in school um, at an early age, uh, kindergarten, first grade. They came in. We got them in the habit correctors, and they started performing beautifully in school. Um right before the parents are getting ready to put them on ADHD medication. So if your child is uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder, really look at the, at the sleep um, deprivation thing because it, it's better to try to treat it with something without medication because these medications, again, can cause some problems later in life. Yeah, that's a wonderful first step that you can take. Uh, because you, you don't want to go straight to the medication if you can avoid right. it. You know, that's that yeah. could in some... Simple s- appliance versus a lifelong... Exactly. Medication. It's an easy choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. TheHealthyStart.com, or if you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, head on over to SmileMan.com. Find in the nearest location to you. Dr. Mann has three office locations. There's one in Garner, there's one in Cary, and one in Fuquay, Verena. Learn more at SmileMan.com. You can also call the office. The phone number is 919 Four six two nine three three eight. Doctor Man, what are we going to be talking about next week? We have a lot of emails that we have to to address from uh, listeners, questions from our listeners. So that's going to be our next show. Wonderful, wonderful. Be sure to get your emails in if you have a question for Doctor Man. The email address is doctorman at smileman dot com. Dr. Man at smileman.com if you want to send over your emails or you can also visit smileman.com for more information. We're out of time for today. We thank you so much for joining us. We hope you will do it again and listen out for your email answers next weekend. This has been Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a wonderful day.